You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, a show that's not afraid to say fuck. As always, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, and Big Rome. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. So we got uh, we got some football tomorrow night. Got some uh, fun stuff going on. Hopefully, you guys put in your waiver claims. Um, I got some of the guys I was interested in. I got Mike Davis in a league, which I know it's kind of a rental, but I mean. He's taking over that backfield now, and and could be could be decent. Yeah, um, it was a, it was a good play. He's he's going to be the guy for, at least for what four at least for three, but probably for like six. Realistically, it's going to be six because why would you risk bringing back your franchise player? Right, especially I mean, when you're not going to be in the running for Jackson. Yeah, you're you're a bad team. And then I, I actually I got Keelan Cole. I think he's kind of a dark horse for some good production. He's got the Miami game on Thursday, so. Yeah, I saw you pick him up. I was like, man, that was that was smart. There's, I missed on every single one of the guys that I wanted. I didn't realize that that people would value uh, Davis I, it so was, highly to, in our in our big money league. Yeah, in our in our uh, Vegas redraft league, that's actually what what I call it. it's the Vegas redraft league. Uh, Mike Davis went for was it sixty one dollars in Fab? Yeah, I think no, actually, it was no, it no, was. No. 48? I don't know. That, it was actually, too much. That, that, that's a lie. I'm getting it confused. Mike Davis went for $61 in, in a different league of mine. But he went for $46 in our in our big money league, which to me was way – I mean, I. what's funny is we both put up $38 bids. It's funny how yeah. you and I literally put the same amount. And even yep. then I felt 38 was a little bit high, but I was so desperate for a running back – Kind of like how we talked about how he traded away Cooper Cup for Antonio Gibson. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I figured that a Mike Davis rental could keep me afloat for a few weeks. Man, I um, really – I honestly thought, like, I'm way overdoing this. I'm probably going to get it, and I'm not going to use him because he's not going to play on my team. I was going to be honestly thinking about using him for trade bait. But well, it's like I didn't realize people were going to go so ape shit for this guy. I, I'm, I'm a firm believer – of picking up players just so other teams can't get them. I mean, it's all strategy. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I um, in a league where I don't need a running back at all, I picked up Devonta Freeman because fuck everyone else. Exactly. So, um, talking about that, let's head into some news. Malcolm Brown and Cam Akers are both held out of practice on Wednesday. Malcolm Brown that I kind of figured because he has a broken pinky. And he had a, they say he had a minor surgery, but to be honest, I don't know if a surgery is ever minor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's a surgery. You still had a surgery. And when you're a running back, your number one responsibility is to not let go of the football. And you broke your pinky. So yeah. I'm not. It's I'm, it's going to be rough. Yeah. It's going to be rough for, uh, for good old Malcolm. And then yeah. with Acres, I mean, it's the ribs. And those can all, those are going to be finicky. They're going to well, be finicky all year. Well, that's a tough one because, you know, you get hit in the ribs all day as a running back. <clears throat> and I don't and I don't like that because, you know, he takes a, a, a tough enough shot and he could be out the rest of the game. Yeah. 
I mean, because it, it could be something very serious. You know, remember a few years back, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, was it Ben Roethlisberger? He had the dislocated rib. And then that gets very scary because, you know, it could d- become dislodged. It could actually puncture a lung. And that's yeah. Uh, they could go. They could go know, full. They could go full Chargers doctor, and yeah. just start puncturing lungs. <laughs> could you believe that shit? That's My the God. dumbest thing I've heard in a long time. And I say you know, some it, dumb shit. When when oh, I man. when I heard the news that the team doctor accidentally stabbed Tyrod Taylor in the lung to try to murder him, <laughs> I was like, Does he have money on the Chargers? <laughs> or like, you know, did does he is he is he a Justin Herbert fan? Listen, like, that doctor knew exactly what he was doing. He said, we got to get Justin out there. It's time to stab this guy in the go. lungs. Talking about bad ribs, uh, Jerry Judy was limited in Wednesday's practice with some banged-up ribs, which, I mean, he's going to be fine. He'll play. But something to monitor. I mean, again, you know, rib injuries are tough. I mean, you get hit in the ribs. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, uh, Scotty Miller, who's poop. Uh, he was limited in practice on Wednesday, but with Chris Godwin and Evans healthy, he's gonna fade into the black now. I mean, I would imagine he'll. I don't know when they were playing, when they were both playing, he had his best game. I don't really want to call Evans his playing. He was just sort of out there, week one. But uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fade on him completely. I'm still a little bit on the Scotty. The Scotty bandwagon. But uh, he's it'd be a real hard play even in even in the flex. Actually, I I I agree with you in the sense that Scotty Miller, I feel you can hang on to him in a in a on a bench if you can afford it. But if you needed a roster spot, I'd be fine if you had to drop Scotty Miller. I think he's he's on the he's on the to me he's on the droppable list if you need to. But um, right now, I probably wouldn't play him. He's definitely one of your pawn pieces yeah. that you can that you could drop if you have to. Uh, Lamichael P. Ryan limited in Wednesday's practice, and Brashad Perriman was still sidelined on Wednesday's practice. So the Jets just can't seem to get a break this year. How are they getting worse and worse every? Like, <laughs> God, it's funny because if you look at some of the players on their team, it's it doesn't look like that bad of a roster. But you just you can't stay healthy. You have a bad head coach. Um, you got bad management. It's just, it's going to, you know, you get rid of the, one of the best safeties in football. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's tough over there. Yeah. Uh, Brian Edwards, Darren Waller, and Josh, well, okay. Brian Edwards, wide receiver for the Raiders, he, he practiced limited, but Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs did not practice. Although I feel that those are just veteran rest days since they had the Monday night game. Um, Waller and Jacobs don't worry me. I agree. Uh, oh, side note, Jamison Crowder didn't practice again today, so he actually might miss another game. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Michael Thomas still remains sidelined, so there's a chance that he's not going to play in week three again, which the offense for the Saints really did struggle without him out there. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Galladay finally got a limited practice in on Wednesday. So yeah, let's let's hope he gets a uh, limited or maybe even a full practice on Thursday or Friday, and that I mean he's trending in the right direction on coming back. Finally, um, let's see. George Kittle was limited in Wednesday's practice, so that that seems pretty good. I mean, let's hope he can come back. Although I did, you are correct. MetLife Stadium is the Giants and the Jets. He ain't um, playing. He's yeah. I mean. That turf destroyed everybody's knee, so I, I don't see why you'd play him. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't practice on Wednesday, but that was to be expected with the high ankle sprain. 
Um, Zach Moss, running back for the Buffalo Bills, didn't practice on Wednesday. So this is actually pretty new, but he took 45% of the snaps behind Devin Singletary's 57%. So, I mean, that could be an uptick for Singletary if Moss is a little banged up. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that, but still, I, I don't like touching anything that is Buffalo Bills' backfield. There you go. Um, talking about the Chargers, Justin Herbert has been announced that he is the Week 3 starter against the Panthers. So, I feel that if he has another strong start like he did last week against the Chiefs, this is now going to be Hair Bears' um, team. I mean, he'll, he'll just – you can't bench him for Taylor now if he has another good start. I mean, Taylor was suspect to begin with. I, I, he's kind of always been just a suspect quarterback that gets thrown out there because he can run around and do some things. But I think Herbert Herbert has proven himself to be, at least with one more start the way he did last week, Yeah, he's going to be the guy. Um, Jalen Rager, he has a torn UCL in his thumb. So he is now hope, he is now going to be on long-term IR probably. Um they're saying that he's not going to be back until about week nine after the Eagles bye week. Did he play at all? Yeah. Um, actually, let's see. He played. He had. Uh, let's see. He didn't play in week one. But he mm-hmm. did play. In, he. Oh, no, no. Actually, that's a lie. He played in both games. He had one catch for 55 yards in week one and four for 41 in week two. All right. uh, now he's out for an extended period of time, so that's just bad. Yeah, yikes. Um, DJ Chark is questionable for week three against the Dolphins on Thursday night, which, I mean, Chark looked like he was going to be, you know, he's, he's a great wide receiver, but that's why I'm kind of happy that I picked up Keelan Cole because, I mean, it's, it's I'm actually, I'm going to play him in our in our big money league because I, I need a home run. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't blame you. I like the matchup this week. So. I like. I got a weird feeling that this Thursday game is going to be a shootout. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Brown still not practicing on Wednesday, so that's you know kind of kind of worrisome. But you know, Davis and John New Smith were very capable with uh, AJ Brown out. So yeah, um, looks like. Oh, Tevin Coleman's been placed on injured reserve. So your San Francisco 49ers just. You know that that's, and then they're saying that he probably won't be back before week seven, so he has an MCL sprain in his knee. Man. So, so it looks like it's going to be the Jeff Wilson, Jarek McKinnon show on Sunday Yikes. for the 49ers. All right, uh, yeah. you know, one more little bit of news here. It says uh, it says Falcons Falcons wide receiver Jones further strained his hamstring week two. It's just something to keep an eye on this week if you're a Jones, if you're a Jones uh, owner. Just keep your eye on it. Yeah, but he, he, he gets a lot of veterans' days off anyways. So, and, and Julio's the type of player at this point in his career. He doesn't need to practice to play. So, I mean, you're right, though. Keep an eye on it, especially right now with everyone seemingly injured. And, and what's funny is how, how all the pro players wanted no preseason anymore. I think this shows them they need a preseason. They need yeah. to have a couple weeks to kind of get these because all these injuries that you're seeing right now, these are the injuries that happen in the preseason, all the soft tissue things and things like yep. that. They, they need they need the reps. You know, yep. practice is one thing, but a real-life game is where it gets you. And, um, you know, it's just I, – I just they, – they clearly they clearly need it. So Exactly. Uh, with that being said, 
We're going to break <laughs> down some games for you guys. Uh, looks like we're going to be breaking down some of the AFC games this week. Um, starting off with tomorrow night's game, we got Miami Dolphins going into familiar territories with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, you know what? I actually kind of agree with you. I think this is going to be a uh, somewhat of a shootout. I have Fitzpatrick at quarterback 20 this week. I mean, to me, he's still a quarterback two. You know, so, I, I mean, you could probably actually play him this week because I, I, I think he might be a sneaky start. I kind of like him for DFS. Yeah. But um, yeah. I got I got him at quarterback twenty five. Again, a shootout. It just I I just feel a shootout is coming. They're pinning this right on on most of this social media. Is this is this is the beard versus the Uncle Rico stash? Yeah, and they're gonna sling it. I'm just I just have a feeling these guys are gonna sling it, and it's gonna be good for everybody involved, with the exception of maybe the running backs. Probably. Um, although, talking about the running backs, Miles Gaskin, I actually like him this week in this matchup. I got him at running back 23, so I think he's an RB2 <coughs> this week. Um, I'm, I'm actually considering playing him in a league because I, I don't have running backs. But um, I, I think he actually might have a decent day because you can run on this Jacksonville team. Yeah, I, he didn't quite make any of my lists. I, I, I just need to see a little more. Maybe, you know, if he can get in the end zone, if they stop giving the ball – Fucking Jordy or Jordan Howard yeah. at the goal line, then it maybe, but until that happens, I don't know. I don't like anything in the backfield in Miami. Uh, Devonte Parker, I got him at wide receiver twenty three, so I got him in the wide receiver two range. Um, could have some upside again. Definitely, this game does have potential to be a shootout because they both have, you know, pretty mediocre defenses with some pretty explosive players on offense, um, and then. Um, uh, God damn, Preston Williams, I think he's kind of in like I, – I would give him some flex consideration. I haven't seen a lot of production from him these first two weeks, but, you know, it, it, it could be a decent day too for him. Actually, yeah, yeah, I, I, got I, I have Preston Where did Williams. you have uh, – where did you have uh, Devontae Parker? I'm at 23. God damn. Yeah, me too. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got Preston Williams all the way down in the 50s. But still, I mean, in a, in a very deep league, I think you could play him, especially like like we were talking about with shootout potential. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of temper expectations. It's going to be Devonte Parker and and then Mike Gusecki. I know you hate him, but he's he might be getting more involved. Um, I have him at tight end fourteen this week, but um, you know, I don't know. He he might be all right. I you know, and I said I hate him, but I've got him at fifteen. Just simply off of the day he had and the shootout potential this game has. So I, I wasn't going to leave him off my list here, but but he is at 15. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Vegas has this game. Wait, where the hell is the over-under? Give me a second here <coughs> as, I, as I struggle. <laughs> it actually – I mean, it, I, I see that the – why are you not – low? my internet's slow as shit right now. That's that's not great news, but while uh, you're looking, 48, 48, there you go, forty eight's the over under for uh, the Miami game. Okay, okay, so not 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 a bad one. I mean it's it's it'll be it'll be what it is with the with the betting lines there. I I got Gardner Minshew at quarterback twelve this week. I I think that he's got better weapons to use 
and I think, like I said, there's going to be a shootout, and who better than good old Gardner Minshew, the guy's tossing the ball around the yard every game. That's funny. I, I, I got him at quarterback 13 for the same reasons. I, I think he actually has a pretty good game. Um, James Robinson, he looks like a legit running back. I got him at running back 15. So I, I think he's almost to RB1 territory, at least in this matchup. I mean, he, he's close to RB1 territory in my opinion. Yeah, I got him right at 16. I agree with you. Um, DJ Chark with the injury, you don't like to hear that. I had him at wide receiver 24, but he might be trending in the down direction if uh, if he's banged up. Keelan Cole, I have him at wide receiver 32. So I, I think – but I think Cole's a, a sneaky start. LaVisca Chenault, I have him at wide receiver – 49 but he's trending in the up especially again with the dj chark injury um, right that's right to keep an eye on yeah and i've got dj chark at 15 but again he could be sliding with this injury news and i've got lavisca chenault jr he's in my he's in my watch list I, I got i got high hopes for him this year and i think that uh i think he'll i actually think he's gonna have a better game than keelan cole it could happen. I could see that. Um, up next, we got the L.A. Rams taking on the Buffalo Bills. Um, Vegas has this game at oh, – why would it leave? <coughs> well, it, what, you know what? It doesn't fucking matter. Vegas, Vegas fuck you. Uh, Jared Goff, Yee. I got him at quarterback 12 this week. It's a tough matchup. Buffalo's defense is still very good. But, I mean, with the weapons, to me, Jared Goff is – he's. It's hard to not put him in the quarterback one territory every week. I mean, with the weapons he's got, I've got him. I've got him at fifteen, and I know it's a shitty matchup. You got to go to Buffalo. You got to deal with the not only the Bills but the Bills Mafia, all the bullshit that goes along with it. It's a tough play, but but if anybody's going to do it, I think Jared Goff and Sean McVay can scheme this out and and figure out a way to get this done. With the banged-up running backs for the Rams, looks like it might be the Daryl Henderson show. But the fact that Brown and Akers are still there, I have Henderson all the way down at running back 26 this week just because I'm not too sure. Now, I mean, if he gets – I mean, he, let, he, he, he was the backfield last week, and he was the man. But, I, I, like I said, I have him in the RB2 territory. I mean – I feel you can play him this week, but it's a tough matchup. So, I mean, you know, go at your own risk, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I've got him as in my watch list, and that's about it. Uh, wide receivers, Bobby Woods, I got him at wide receiver 15. Um, you know, he, he's, he's a great wide receiver. He, to me, you know, if he's on your roster, you're always going to play him. Um, Cooper Cup, I dropped him down to 25, which to me feels a bit low. But, you know, again, this Buffalo defense is no joke. So it, it's and, – and Cup, to me, just hasn't lived up to the name of Cooper Cup. Not um, this year. Hence yeah. Year. And that's why you traded him. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got Robert Woods at 16, very similar to you. And I've got Cooper Cup at 21, just a smidge higher. I think he's, he's going to get back on track here. And then if we go to this tight end position, I may be a little bit different than anybody else. I have Tyler Higby at 7. I'm just, everybody's going to jump on this guy. He scored three touchdowns. They're going to fall in love with him. This defense is tougher than who they played last week. Yeah, well, it, I actually, it's not going to be that way. I actually agree with you on that. I have Higby at eight. Yeah. Um, I think, well, 
I remember I was reading a while back that one of their cover linebackers is actually out for the year on Buffalo. So I mean, if if the if the corners are covering Woods and and Cup, they might look at the underneath. So Higby might have some value. But I mean, if Higby's on your roster, you're playing him. Exactly. I mean, you're, exactly. You're, I mean, I I don't know who else you would. You know. Anyways, moving on, Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, just superstar Josh Allen. I actually have him all the way at quarterback five this week. I, I think he has a great game. I mean, he's playing out of his fucking mind right now, which I, I, I actually – I like him. I think it's great to see him. He's he's quarterback three on the year. So, I mean, he's to me, he until further, you just keep rocking it. Yeah, he's he's definitely – he's looking good. I've got him at quarterback eight. He's just, just a little bit outside my – not my comfort zone because I'd be comfortable as hell playing him, but yeah. uh, um, yeah, yeah. Singletary and Moss, um, with the the just the shared backfield. I just I'm not Gross. a fan. Of, yeah, I got Singletary all the way down at thirty and Moss at thirty one. So they're back to back with each other. Um, I mean, I always give the the edge to Singletary because he's technically the starter, mm-hmm. but it's just I I really. Uh, Josh Allen is similar to the Patriots' backfield. He's the best running back on the team. Yeah, agreed. Um, so they're, I'm guessing they're not even on your watch list. No, no, <laughs> um, not, even, not even close. Stephon Diggs has just—he's had great chemistry with Josh Allen right off the bat. I got him at wide receiver eleven. I, I think you know you're starting him very comfortably. You're very happy if you have him. Um, and then I got. Uh, John Brown at 39. Um, he's a little bit banged up right now, but to me, he—I think he's a good flex option. Um, you know, I, I feel that you can definitely play John Brown and the Rams defense, especially if, if Jalen Ramsey's covering Diggs. You know, Brown's going to be the wide open guy. So yeah, and no, and no one else. And yeah, exactly. And that's what I, I agree with you 100%. That's actually the reason why I have Diggs quite a bit lower than you. I've got him at wide receiver 24. I think he's going to get a big-time helping of some Jalen Ramsey. And the guy got paid $100 million for a reason, Mm -hmm. and he's going to shut this guy. I'm not going to say shut him down. It's impossible in the NFL to really, truly shut a guy down that is a focal point of an offense. But he's going to make it very, very difficult on on, uh, good old Stephon Diggs. And I've got John Brown consistently in my must-watch list. I mean, this guy's a stud. He just finds a way to get in the end zone Mm -hmm. for, like, 60 yards down the field. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Moving on, the Washington football team taking on the Cleveland Browns in what's probably going to be a very disgusting game. I actually see this being kind of low-scoring. Um, I'm just I'm not a fan of a lot of the pieces on this team. Dwayne Haskins is still my quarterback 32, and there's a chance he's probably going to be my quarterback 32 every week. I just I'm not a fan. Yeah, I mean Dwayne Haskins, he'll probably never make my top 25, so he won't. His name won't even come up. <laughs> but if we uh, go over to the, uh, I'm sorry, if we go to the running backs here. I do have Antonio Gibson in my in my top twenty five. He is at running back twenty five this week. All right. Um, I think he's he's break he's he's bringing it. He's bringing it, and he's getting better and better every week. Um, I think against this Cleveland defense, he might get loose. Yeah. Well, you can run on the Cleveland defense. I actually have him at running back twenty seven this week, but I have him trending up. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think you can actually, and I have to play him on necessity. In, in our big in our money league, yeah. but 
But I actually think you can I, – I, I mean, he's the starting running back, and, you know, he's he's a good player. It's just, he's on a bad team, but he's a good player. He's better than Peyton Barber. And, you know, Bryce Love is a name. But it's just, you know, it, I, I think Gibson, you know, he, he shows some good explosive explosivity. And, and he might be able to get into the end zone, um, especially because <clears throat> – scary Terry McLaurin. I got him at wide receiver 28. I want to rank him higher. I really do because I love Terry McLaurin. I think he's an outstanding wide receiver. Just the circumstances is, are, are just rough. But Yeah, I've got him at wide receiver 14 this week. I actually think he's he's primed for a little bit of a big one. I, I, get, I guess I kind of feel like uh, they're putting it together in Cleveland. I think they're starting to roll a little bit. That first week was so hard to judge when you're playing a team like Baltimore because then they go out the next week and they're tossing the ball around the field. They actually look like a football. They're running the ball down the throats of uh, Cincinnati. It's like this This is a good football team. Wait, we're still this talking? a good are, football team. Are you talking about Cleveland now or I thought we were talking about Washington? No, no, I was. I am talking about Washington, but that's why I think they are going to be driving the ball down the field and scoring. Oh, yeah, yeah, which means right. that I'm going to see a heavy bit of Terry McLaurin to yeah. try to get back into this game. Well, that's why I, because of that kind of stuff, I, I think. I mean, Logan Thomas, I got him at tight end 15, but I think you could probably play Logan Thomas. I think I think he's going to heavily be involved. Um, he saw 91 percent of the snaps last week against Arizona. He was targeted nine times. So I, I think Logan Thomas is playable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Baker Mayfield, I have him at quarterback 31. He's just – I think he's a bad quarterback. I've said it every week. I just – I mean, he's quarterback 26 on the year, so I'm not that far off. And yeah. I, I think this is going to be a Chubb Hunt game, a Chubby Cunt game. Ooh. So I just uh, – I don't really see it going. I, I just think they're going to go to the ground. That's it. I'm going to disagree respectfully, good Fair sir. <laughs> I've got him at quarterback 19 this week. Not great, right. but I think that he, he is starting to find his groove. What I'm a little worried about is the front seven of the Washington Redskins because I think they are studs. I think they are studs. Absolutely. But uh, that, other than that, causing a bit of problems, probably in the run game, I, I would imagine they get after Baker's tiny little ass uh, in the pass game. But I can't see him finding Odell Beckham a bunch of times in this game down the field. Oh, I'm, I'm sure o- I'm sure OBJ is going to be just peppered with <clears throat> targets because that's what they do. But, you know, but again, I think it's going to be a running game, and that's why I have Nick Chubb all the way up at running back seven, and I have Kareem Hunt at 24. I actually want to have Kareem, Kareem Hunt, if I had to put, like, a little green arrow pointing up, it would be in the up direction because, I mean, he was he was getting a lot of looks. They were calling his number a lot uh, last week against Cincinnati. Um, now, granted, Chubb's still the guy. You know, he had 22 carries last week, so <coughs> the, the volume is there for Chubb. But I just – they're using Hunt a lot, so I, you start both players and be fine with it. Yeah. And I'm going to agree with you because I don't know how we seem to do this considering we live in different states, but I have them rated exactly in the same spot. <laughs> this is oh, ridiculous. <laughs> get, get out of my head, sir. I know, man. Damn. Um, o- Odell Beckham, I got him at wide receiver 22. Um, I just, I mean, he had, he had a great week last week, but he had a terrible week week one. Now, granted, Baltimore is a much different defense, but Cincinnati's not a good defense. 
Washington, a mediocre defense, so we'll see. That's why I got him kind of in the middle of the pack. Yeah, that's that's fair. I've got him I've got him at wide receiver ten. Wow. I'm all seeing right. I'm seeing big numbers. I told you before, I've told every all of our listeners, I am an Odell Beckham honk. I think that he's gonna keep getting better and better. The more just throw the ball to this guy. Let him make plays. Let the guy make plays. Yeah, yeah. I got uh Jarvis Landry in the forties. I mean, he's so talented. He to me, like when uh when Tom Brady was like a couple years ago and just heavily involved with the slot, like you know, because he was a dirty little slot quarterback, yeah. And he he loved Wes Welker and he loved um, Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. I was like, because Jarvis Landry to me is probably the best slot receiver in football. And I was like, God damn, if Jarvis Landry was on the Patriots with Tom Brady, he he would have you know a million yards. Yeah, he'd be uh, a Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, and, easily. But uh, unfortunately for him. He's played with two just incredible franchises, the Miami Dolphins yeah. and the Cleveland Browns. And all wow. the Hall of Fame quarterbacks that he's had thrown to him <laughs> yeah. with Tannehill and Baker Mayfield. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's, I, I, I mean, he's in the 40s. I, I have him at 46 to be specific. I, I want to see more out of him, but I just don't think you will. Yeah, I've got him in my watch list. And, uh, again, that's just if they, if they are throwing the ball. You know, you got two guys. You got two receivers. It's going to go to one of the two. So he's always got great odds. A- any interest in Austin Hooper? No. <laughs> All right, moving on. We got the Las Vegas, the two and O, Las Vegas Raiders taking Woo-hoo! on the New England Patriots. Um, unfortunately, going into New England is never an easy feat. Derek Carr mm-hmm. had a great game last week, but New England's de- defense is much better, and you know it's hard to play them in New England. So I actually have Derek Carr at uh, quarterback 19 this week. Uh, yeah, I had Derek Carr outside of my top 25. I, uh, he's, he's right on the outside, though. Mm-hmm. I just I guess I look at this situation as, man, you're playing against still the best defense in the game. I don't care what anybody says. This Gilmore, Gilmore alone makes, this un- makes it me uncomfortable to play Derek Carr this week. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Josh Jacobs, he's a little bit banged up, but, you know, the offense runs through him, you know, literally and figuratively. I have him at running back 14 this week. I mean, it's just New England's they're, they're great against the run, and Bill Belichick's really good at taking away the best weapon from a team. So, I mean, I, I'm afraid they might find a way to shut Josh Jacobs down. Um, I mean, obviously you still start him, but yeah. it's just yeah. – Temp, t- temper expectations. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, where do you have him ranked? Um, I've actually got him at seven. Okay. And and I just feel like yes, Bill Belichick can take away some weapons or your best weapon, but man, he's like their only weapon right now. Yeah. Well, that's and, I actually, and, and that's where I see the just the volume alone makes him a good play. I actually didn't even rank any of the Las Vegas wide receivers. Because, <laughs> Me either. <laughs> because the only one they, they go for is Darren Waller. I mean, he, his 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 stat sheet says tight end, but realistically, we know goddamn well he's a wide receiver. But um, I actually am a tight weird if Gilmore covered Waller? It, w- it would make sense. I mean, <clears throat> it, 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 I, I 100% would if I was Bill Belichick. I'd be like, fuck it. I mean, I, I, you got to do something. Make, he's their only weapon. Yeah, you're going to make, make – I, I would – I would much rather make Ruggs, Renfro, and Edwards beat me 
than Waller because Waller can beat you. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And I, I have Waller all the way at tight end five this week. Um, I think he's good. He, he's he's obviously safe to play. Uh, I've got him at tight end eight. Yeah, but to 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 just clarify, listeners, if you have if you if you have to start a, a, a Las Vegas wide receiver, I guess it would be. My guess would probably be would be Edwards, maybe, but honestly, try to steer away from any of them. I, I'd rather not start any of those wide receivers. I'm not comfortable with any of them. One thousand percent agree. Um, New England Patriots, they look great, despite having only one wide receiver on that team. But Cam Newton, I have him at quarterback six this week. I mean, I, I was ranking him pretty low the last two weeks, but he's proved everybody wrong. I mean, he, yeah. he's he's quarterback two on the year. Um, he just he looks great. Yeah, I, I've got him at quarterback six as well. I just think he runs the ball so well, and he proved last week that when he has to throw, man, he's still got it. Mm-hmm. Um, now the running backs, I didn't rank any of them except for James White. I have James White in the in the thirties, and that's purely because of the PPR value that he has. The problem is, I'm not sure if James White is going to play. You know, unfortunately, with his dad passing and his mom in critical condition because of their car accident. Yeah. Um, he didn't practice today. So if he doesn't play, I mean, you know, you want the guy, I mean, in terms of fantasy, you want the guy to play. But, you know, it, it, I couldn't imagine losing my parents like that. It's just no. it's fucking tragic. It's, it is absolutely a tragedy. And, um, but, I mean, I, I'm not very comfortable playing Michelle or Burkhead <clears throat> at all. And so I, I didn't rank any of them except for James White, and that's pending James White playing on Sunday. Yeah, no, none of them made my list. Uh, Julian Edelman, he's showed you that he's still good despite him being in a couple years older now. But I got him all the way at wide receiver sixteen. You know, Ooh. just he he looks good. He he looks he looks rejuvenated out there because Cam Newton throws the ball at seven hundred miles an hour. <laughs> Versus, yeah. versus versus Tom Brady's changeups that he was just kind of like ballooning all over the field. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I agree with you. I've got him in at my watch list. Um, him and actually Nikhil Harry are yeah. both in my watch list. I was gonna say Nikhil Harry. I, I don't know why I can't find him right now, but I know that I had Nikhil Harry somewhere in my thirties because I, I think he had since he had a great game last week against Seattle, I think Cam Newton's going to start looking for him. So, I mean, Nikhil Harry, uh, we talked about him yesterday on the, the waiver show. If he's available in your league, pick him up. Definitely put him on your bench if you can. Um, yeah. I, I think he's going to be something special. Uh, moving on, we got the Houston Texans taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I love – it sucks because I love, I love Deshaun Watson. Like, let, uh-huh. let, let that be clear. I love Deshaun Watson. I loved him coming out of college. I thought going into Houston, he was going into a great situation. You know, he, he had a coach that, you know, was was full support of him, but shows otherwise because you traded away DeAndre Hopkins for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I, it broke my heart to rank him all the way at quarterback 15 this week because Pittsburgh's defense is good, and Deshaun Watson is currently sitting at quarterback 15 this year. Yeah, I've got him at 13, just a smidge higher than you. For all the same concerns, I mean, he's still. It's like you got to start him because you're gonna you, your draft capital alone means you have to start this guy. Mm-hmm. 
but man, this has been a rough first three games. I've said it before on this podcast. I don't know, I don't know who in the Houston organization shit in the schedule makers in the schedule maker makers cereal, but man, they, yeah, they gave them a rough go. Definitely, David Johnson. You're obviously going to start him if you have him. Um, I got him at running back 18 this week. Um, I mean, you play him, but I, I think he's going to have a rough outing again. I mean, last week with the rough matchup against Baltimore, he didn't see the volume that you, you wish he would. But, he, yeah. I mean, I, I think he might get involved more in the passing game, especially with, you know, the question marks around Will Fuller and stuff like that. So, you know, it's fine. I mean, that's, that's what you got to hope for, but I've got him at 18 as well. Wow. Uh, Will Fuller, I have him at wide receiver 38. But it, I don't know if he's going to play or not. I, To me, like, Will Fuller, he's the guy where it's like, I mean, you can say this about a lot of players, but you're so goddamn talented. But your bitch ass can't stay healthy, you stupid bitch. Like, are, you just looking, stop. are you looking at his picture again? Yeah, when I, look, yeah when I look at his it just picture. just makes you angry. Yeah, it just makes me so mad. Because I just look at you and I go, Will Fuller, who hurt you? Like, yeah. why do you do this to people? Yeah. Why do you God have damn, to hurt everybody? Well, because when he's healthy, you know, week one against Kansas City, eight for 112. I mean, this guy's a monster. He is a great receiver, but you can't stay fucking healthy. Just stay fucking healthy. Why is this so hard for you? Yeah, it's it's rough. He didn't make my top 25 or my watch list, to be quite honest with you. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of over the Houston receiving core. Because even Brandon Cooks is like... <laughs> I don't know. You, you expect so much more from these guys, and maybe they'll figure it out in a week or two when they're not playing the best defenses this league has to offer. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that you can hold out hope for for Houston is after Pittsburgh, they take on Minnesota at home, Jacksonville at home. So that's two good matchups. Right. And then you're going to Tennessee, which is kind of tough, and then you're at home to Green Bay, which Green Bay's defense doesn't scare me at all, so. You know, I, I think there will be better days ahead, but this is a rough week for the Houston pass catchers. Yeah, it's other be side of the ball. Big Ben Roethlisberger to me, he looks good. He looks back. I got Ben at ten. Yeah, I got Ben at fourteen. I got Ben at fourteen, and I'm expecting a, a nice, decent day. Yeah, uh, James Conner looked great last week. I got him at running back eleven. Um, I mean, when he's healthy, it's his backfield. He just Benny Snell. He's uh, to me, Benny Snell's a high value handcuff. I mean, he showed you week one what he's capable of, but Mike Tomlin has always said that he likes having a bell cow back. He doesn't like – he'd rather just spell the back. He doesn't want to have, like, packages for different players. So, right. Connor, right. I think Connor's good. I, I, I somewhat agree with you. I've actually got him at running back 21. I, he, that first week, is it's that's what's giving me this trepidation. You know, he, he I, the first week that he had, he was sort he was really – he missed. He missed. I get it last week. He put it together. I just need to see it again before he starts crawling back up these rankings, you know, mm-hmm. back to that first-round moniker he was, what, two years ago or a year ago? Yeah. But uh, he's well on his way, but I, I just got to see a little more. Yeah, Juju, you know, him and him and Ben are loving <clears throat> each other. I got Juju at wide receiver 10. I, I think he's great. Deontay Johnson, I got him at 20. I think Deontay Johnson's a must-start now. I could not agree with you more. I've got Juju at 13, and I've got Deontay Johnson at 19. All right. Yeah, see, look at that. And then um, any interest in Eric Ebron? No. 
Yep. <laughs> That's the correct answer, sir. Yes. Uh, moving on, we got the New York Jets taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Sam Darnold just can't catch. I think I think Sam Darnold's not a bad quarterback. He's just on a bad team, and he they can't get weapons around him. You know, yeah. so I got it's him all really, the way. Really to, is a shame. I got him down at quarterback twenty six. I I think uh, you know to me honestly you don't roster him. He he clogs your bench. I would just drop him if it's you have really, him. In. It's really really hard, man. You know I, I mean, was looking today at just depth at receiver in a couple of my leagues, going, you know, why? There's guys that are better that are out there that that should be on a bench. Mm-hmm. And I'll see guys that have Sam Darnold, and at this point, guys and gals, why the hell is he wasting? Like, who's he throwing to mm-hmm. on a, on a week to week basis? If Crowder doesn't play, he's throwing. And Perriman's hurt. It's like he's throwing to Berrios and yeah. Hogan. Yeah, those are his two best options. And if don't like Herndon, all right, he's also injury prone as hell. There's nobody on this roster. Yeah, I, so like to, ugh, to me, Darnold, awesome. Darnold would be like if you're in a dynasty league, you hold him because he's a young quarterback. Um, you can probably roster him in a two quarterback league, but in like in in single season redraft, don't don't waste your time. It's just, yeah, it's d- rough, man. He he belongs on the waiver. Um, Frank Gore is still the start starter for some reason, even though it, to me it should be Lamichael P Ryan. Um, but because of that, I I have Gore at thirty six. So, I mean, you can play him. I'd rather not. And. LaMichael P. Ryan would be somewhere in the 40s. Um, it's just, I, to be honest, they should give the reins to LaMichael P. Ryan. I think he's probably the best running back on the team. But, you know. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree but with you. But there, it's a pass all the way around for me. Just yeah, pass. Let's, let's move on from the Jets. There's not much to say. Yeah. Uh, Colts, Phillip Rivers. Uh, he looks like Phillip Rivers of old. I got him at quarterback 25. Um to me, Philip Rivers should not be rostered in any format until further. Whether it's, oh, okay, fine, maybe a two quarterback league because that's valuable. But I mean, but in terms of single season dynasty, just don't don't bother. Yeah, yeah, I, I've got him at twenty two, and he'll probably just live there all year. It's going to be the Jonathan Taylor show. I got him at running back twelve. I, I think this is going to be a huge game for him because you can run on the Jets. Um, Naheem Hines. I, I want to see him get more involved. I got him at running back 34, so he has some flex appeal to me. But, I mean, the fact that he only had one catch for four yards last week is very concerning to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So a couple of things here because, you know, I was looking at some of these other rankings just to see, you know, the ballpark here. I, I was looking at fantasypros.com, and they have Jonathan Taylor as the number four running back this week, which I, I, I kind of – agree with i've actually got him at running back six wow i've got him i think against this jets defense he's gonna have he's gonna have a nice little day i just had i see them pounding the sand and getting jonathan taylor involved you know you Mm -hmm. use this horse you got him use him yeah yeah um moving on ty hilton i got him at wide receiver 29 i just i want to see better play out of philip rivers ty hilton's so goddamn talented which is actually kind of funny because in our big money league, I have T.Y. Hilton at 29 and Keelan Cole at 32, but I'm tempted to play Keelan Cole over T.Y. Hilton, even though my own personal rankings 
have them flip. I just <laughs> I, I I think I think Kalen Cole has a better game than Hilton. I really do. I think that the there's just more upside there. Like I don't know, man. There's nothing that excites me about T.Y. Hilton anymore. There's mm-hmm. uh, when I think of him as a receiver, I you know I think back to the heyday of him and and Andrew Luck just running amok all over the field. And you just haven't seen that the last couple of years. He's been he's been banged up. He's just not the same guy to me. He doesn't look the same when I'm watching him running routes. Like he should have had that catch last week, mm-hmm. or the for week one when they lost the game to the to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it's like, man, he just doesn't have that juice anymore that he used to. I've lost the luster, or he's lost the luster. I, but I still have him at, at wide receiver twenty five. Just on, you know, I don't want to say on name it's alone the, because I but think it, it that, is kind of the name, though. You know, but I, I, I feel he is still the number one option. If he, he could catch touchdown, gosh, would you? I hate to say that, but if you were me, would you play Keelan Cole over T.Y. Hilton? I, I'm going to take the upside. I like I, the upside in a flex position. When you like, I look at my regular skill positions and I think those are guys that I want a good floor. Mm-hmm. Give me a floor. If I'm going to play this flex. And I got a chance at a flyer like Keenan, like Keelan Cole, in a game that I think's going to be a shootout. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm playing that all. See, that's day. the thing. I, I think Keelan Cole has the higher ceiling, and I think he actually has a higher floor than Hilton, to be honest. Just because Philip yeah. Rivers just looks bad out there. And then, um, I mean, that's really about it. I mean, Michael Pittman might be a thing, but with with Paris Campbell getting going down, I think that really hurts the offense. Yeah. And then Mo Ali Cox. I mean, you could probably play him if you're in a, if you're desperate for a tight end. I'm at 16. Um, so I mean, you can play him, but I he I mean, who knows? He he might go off again next uh, this upcoming Sunday. I mean, you never know. Yeah. yeah. Philip Rivers can't seem to throw the ball down the field anymore, so the tight end checkdowns might be more his skill set now. Uh, moving on, we got the Carolina Panthers taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, the Chargers' defense is beatable, but I think Teddy Bridgewater losing Christian McCaffrey, I mean, that's that's tough to recover from. I actually have him at quarterback 22 this week. Yeah, I've got him at quarterback 24. Yeah. I mean, I think he'll be fine, but uh, Mike Davis, the, you know, the, the lottery pick, so to speak, <laughs> which sounds weird because he's – you know what's funny? When I looked it up, Mike Davis is only 27. He's been in the league for five years, but I seriously thought he was in his 40s. I could have yeah, swor- yeah. sworn he's been in the league longer than five years. He's just got a, he's just got a, just a, just very generic name. Yeah. Right? You think Mike Davis? There's <laughs> been so many Davises in the NFL. It, yeah, you just assimilate all of them. But but because of the Chargers' defense being decent, but still beatable. I actually have him at running back 25 with the arrow pointing up. Um, I just, I don't know. I had a tough time ranking him because, you know, there's the unknown. Yeah, exactly. You don't know how it's going to mesh with Bridgewater. You don't know how it's going to mesh with the O-line. You know, I've got him outside my top 25, but he's right at about 27. He's the the second name I wrote down here in my my watch list. Um, But with with Christian McCaffrey being gone, I think because Teddy Bridgewater is just a dink and dunk quarterback, I think that bodes well for DJ Moore. Absolutely. I have him at at wide receiver 17, but I have him trending up. I think 17 to me feels low, but, I mean, he had a great game last week, and he had an okay game week one. 
But the Chargers, you know, I mean, it depends on, on what they do. You know, if Casey Hayward is shadowing him, he might be in for kind of a long day. But, you know, they also have Chris Harris on the other side. But I, I think DJ Moore's – I think 17, 17 was some upside. Yeah, I've got him at, at wide receiver nine. Wow. I think that, uh, I think that he's, he's almost going to take over that role mm-hmm. that McCaffrey had. That, he, that needs to be filled, that dink and dunk – you know, let's run some short slants, screens, whatever. He's gonna he's gonna make his catches. He's gonna be huge in a in a full point PPR format. Yeah. Then uh, Robbie Anderson, I, I I think Robbie Anderson. He's showing me that he's a good wide receiver again. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have him at thirty five. So to me, he's he's a good flex option out there. So I mean, he's had two. He's had back to back hundred yard games. So I think you can definitely flex him because I mean, he's he's a player that can take it over the top. Um. So, you know, I, I think you could play Anderson. I agree with you. And, and then a side note, Curtis Samuel, don't be surprised if you see him taking some running back snaps because they have used him as a running back in the past. Not not this year, but they have used him before. So it, it, could, it could be something they may do. I agree with you. Uh, moving on to the Chargers, I think Justin Herbert, I got him at quarterback 21, which – I actually might move him up because um, Carolina's defense is beatable. So I actually think t- Justin Herbert actually might have some streaming appeal to me uh, uh, this week. Uh, you said Justin Herbert. Yes. Y- yeah. I mean, I could see him. I could see him as a possibility. I've got him at uh, at quarterback twenty three. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I still have him in the twenties because I I want to see another week of it. But, I mean, who knows? The Carolina defense isn't as good as Kansas City, so. That's true. Um, Austin Eckler, you know, he, he's a great running back. I got him at running back 16. I just because Josh Kelly I have at 29. So I think that the emergence of Josh Kelly takes – I would have had Eckler higher if Josh Kelly didn't prove himself to be, you know – I actually think you can play Josh Kelly this week. I but, And I, I – I don't necessarily agree because I feel like Eckler, he's still he's still the number one guy. He's their focal point of the offense. I have him at running back eleven. Mm-hmm. I I think that it's a good matchup for him. Yes, Joshua Kelly, he's getting carries. He's getting the love, right? He's getting all that love that you would like to see Eckler get, but that's not Eckler's game. If they if they've got to run it, man, I've got uh, I've got Joshua Kelly here in my must watch list. Mm-hmm. I think you can play him. I think you're spot on with that. You 100% can get him in a flex. I'm not saying play him as a running back one or two, but if you've got a flex and you need and you've got this back and nobody else, I'd jump on it, guys. I'd jump yeah. on it. Um, moving on, Keenan Allen. You know he was showing good chemistry with with uh, Justin Herbert. He had 10 targets, seven for 96 last week. I think I, I think I like the direction that he's headed. I actually have Keenan Allen at wide receiver 18 this week. Um, I kind of, I wanted to move him a little bit higher. It, I actually might move him higher later in the week, but I, I like Keenan Allen this week. Yeah, I've got Keenan Allen. Where are you? I've got him at 18, and I think yeah, they're so really have, starting about to about the same. Yeah, yeah, we're, they're they're really starting to get him more involved. Wait, you, did you say 18? You, I did say 18. I have him at 18. God damn, yeah. man. Yeah, we're 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 pretty spot on with everything here, but uh, I I just feel like with Herbert, he know you you said it yesterday. He knows who his weapons are. He's gonna get this guy the ball. 
Mm-hmm. Simple as that. And yeah. then if we go to uh, the tight end spot here, I've got Hunter Henry at tight end three. I, I think at, uh, I think he's going to get it done again. Yeah, I, I'm at tight end six. I you know I, I agree with you. He just again Herbert looks for him. He had a good game last week. I think he I think it continues. So um, and then the last game that we're going to break down tonight, we're going to look at the Tampa Bay Denver game. Uh, the the Tampa Bay Patriots. Tom Brady. I got him at 18. I just he looks he's looking old. I mean he's quarterback twenty one on the year. He hasn't really impressed me. He I mean he looked terrible against Carolina, and Denver's defense is better than Carolina. Yeah, yeah it's it's it could get rough for old Tommy boy, but uh, I've got him at quarterback eleven. I just I still love his weapons. You know if he can if he could ever get on the same page as these weapons, I you know I I think there's something there. You know, I, I like they're one and one. It's like they're they're gonna be okay. They're gonna get through these first couple of speed bumps. You know, this is the same thing as what happened to Cleveland when they brought in all these rock stars, right? They got them gel, they got them mold, and they got them meld together. Mm-hmm. G- give it a couple of weeks, and I think uh, I think Tama will be fine with those weapons. Uh, Leonard Fournette, he's still he's still listed as the running back two on the team, but I think he I think he won the job. Over Rojo because Rojo, I don't even think he's on the team next year to be honest. But Leonard Leonard Fournette, I got him. At, I have him at running back twenty two. I wanted to rank him a little bit higher, but the fact that Ronald Jones is still there kind of makes me not fully get him into like the RB one discussion. Exactly. Um, and then Denver has a decent defense, but I, I still think you, you can you can start Fournette this week. Yeah, absolutely. I've got him at running back twenty four. Um, I, I think he's got a chance to, to at the very least, do what he did last week. Yeah, and then it, it doesn't make sense because I have Tom Brady so low, but I love Chris Godwin. I love Mike Evans. I have them both in my top ten. I got Godwin at five and Evans at nine. I just think that they're just, they're so fucking good. Yeah. I mean, again, to me, it sounds confusing, but the way I justify it is Tom Brady can throw for – 250 yards and two touchdowns and then you know Evans gets you know six, 65 yards and a touchdown and Godwin gets 80 and a touchdown yeah. so I mean I, I that's why I, I could say that they'll be in the top 10 yeah no, I, I get it I've got uh, I've got Mike Evans at six and uh, I've got I've actually got Godwin just outside my top 25 um, I, I don't know why I just don't feel like he's got a He's got to come back and, and prove that he's ready to go with that concussion. I know it's just a concussion, but show me again, and you'll bounce back up into that top 25 list. There you go. Uh, Jeff Driscoll, the old gunslinger. Um, he actually <laughs> – he, he, he had a he had a good game. Jeff Driscoll sounds like a cowboy, doesn't it? Like it, well, Je- Jeff that, Driscoll. It's just those damn old Driscolls right from the uh, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. <laughs> but um, – you know, he had 22 points in relief against Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, I, I, I think I think he's – I mean, to me, it was hard to rank him. I got him at 28. I wanted to move him up, but the problem is with Cortland Sutton out, um, you know, it's kind of hard to rank a guy high when you only have one good receiver, one receiver with upside, and a good tight end. I don't know. I mean, he he might do better. I kind of hope he does because I, I sometimes like that weird underdog story 
where yeah. a guy just kind of comes in off the street and and just balls out. Well, I don't think he's no Kurt Warner, but uh, I just don't feel he's got the weapon. You know, you got to remember Kurt Warner came in from bagging groceries, and he had like I don't know Isaac Bruce and Tory fucking Holt. So, yeah. you know, he's got these incredible weapons. And, and unfortunately, uh, good old, old Driscoll, he don't have it. Yeah. You know, uh, he, just lo- he just lost his best weapon. There you go. Melvin Gordon, I got him at running back 20. Um, I mean, you play him. I think you could play him this week. I mean, if you played him last week, you- I told everyone to bench him last week, and I feel bad because he actually had a decent day. And Tampa Bay's defense doesn't quite scare me. I, I thought the defense would be much better, so you can play Gordon comfortably. Yeah, I got him at 22. I, I agree with you. Yeah, uh, Jerry Judy, now he's going to be the de facto number one. I got him at wide receiver 33. So, I mean, to me, he's still a flex option despite being the number one uh, wide receiver there. Um, I think better days will be ahead of him, but I, I want to see some more emergence from K.J. Hamler. Um, to me, he Hamler would be – you know, put him on your bench and just see what he turns out to be. Right. But, but I think, yeah. I think you can play Jerry Judy as a flex. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then Noah font. Um, I actually have him at tight end 12. Um, I mean, he looked good. He's been good. I mean, I should probably move him up. He's tight end four on the year. So I, I feel stupid right now for having him at 12, but I mean, look, I think he'll have a good day. You know what? I'll, I'll probably have to redo fonts ranking because Sutton is now officially out but I mean Font you're definitely going to play him yeah I mean I've got him I've got him just outside my top 15 tight ends here I've got him at 16 but I think that he's uh he definitely deserves to be a little bit higher let's see how he works with uh with old Driscoll with old Driscoll the old bastard Driscoll old Driscoll but uh (laughs) yeah that'll, that'll wrap it up for us tonight um check in on you guys on Friday when we do our NFC breakdown and finish out the rest of the week three matchups. Um, hopefully there will be some more positive news. You know, I just uh, – and hopefully players stay healthy, please. Yes, please. So so we'll uh, we'll check in with you guys next time. Uh, make sure you check us on social medias. Uh, find us on Instagram at FFFootballShow. Uh, get us on Twitter at FilthyShow or send us your emails at filthy fantasyfootballshow at gmail.com I am King Josh Josh King and I'm Big Rome alright guys signing off